Where, where's going to be the new pod room? The office? Yeah, probably the office. Get the desk in there? The office. You are listening to Talking Trash, presented by That's Garbage Media. Here are your hosts, Matt Trell, Sig, and Snake. Yoo-hoo, shitheads. Trash heads, we're live from the dump. What's up? What's up? What's up? Episode 45. I got the best 45 ever. I didn't even have to Google it. Booby Miles. <laughs> so I guess it doesn't have to be a real athlete. Well, I guess he probably he was real. Technicality. That was, pretty, that was pretty stupid. He was a real guy. Did he actually wear a 45? That's a good question. Probably not. I think that's what he wore in the movie, though. Booby Miles. Y'all want to win, put booby in. That's right. All right. I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this. We're pretty much, this is the closest we've been to being in the dump. Matt draws a big announcement. Closed on the house Friday? Is that what we're going for? Yeah, we're in the house. Yeah. New dump. New dump. There it is. It's out. I did a thing. Big boy purchase. That is a big boy purchase. We'll, we'll be waiting for a Facebook post, Instagram. Eh, we'll everything. see. Um, how did you say the, how would you say the move went? Yesterday, Matchel. It actually went pretty smooth um, outside of my garbage that I'll get to later. But Oh, you have garbage from the move? Yeah, a little bit of garbage. But yeah, no, it went pretty smooth thanks to some help from the fellas and the families. You know, pretty pretty good process, I would say, overall. Yeah, we had the assembly line moving all the gear. And it was weird how Zig just kept taking the heavy furniture and throwing it over his shoulder, though. <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty helpful. We didn't have to do much. Could have done without the rain, but you'll have that. Makes things interesting. Yeah. Almost bit the dust on that U-Haul ramp a couple times. Yeah, only scuffed up like one wall, I think. That's how you'll have that. I think everyone wants to know how wheel on the wheel on the rig went, natural. How it was easy. Easy money. The twenty six footer is nothing. Give me a 35-footer next time. Okay. I just want to know if you're ready to admit that you were nervous when we scooped it up or not. Um, You took like three whiz kids when we were... when we. That was just because I had some coffee and some H2O. <laughs> oh, really? Um, I I think I got a little nervous when I almost... Well, making the first turn and then first when, turn. I, when I almost bashed into a truck like half a block from my old place. Yeah, your but. only incidents, aside from just like trying to take corners and stuff in that thing i I caught you on the yellow line a couple times i I called the police but they didn't show up in time yeah they didn't catch me because i was going too fast yeah but your only two real incidents i would say because i was the trailer i was like the the wheel man the the pace car the pace car (laughs) reverse pace car yeah like the oversized load guy that was pretty much me in the back flagger force or whatever it is yeah the only two incidents I saw was, like you said, very first turn out of Mattrell's in-laws place. Like, that was probably your first turn with that truck ever, right? Yeah. That was actually the first turn. So yeah, he took a right zig, a couple inches from the street sign, I'd say, <laughs> towards the back of the rig. He knew what he was doing. Just had to ter- figure out the turning radius on that thing. Yeah, you got to swing it wide. Yep. What were we working with under the hood there? Just a casual V10 F650. Super Duty, I think. Any report on the MPGs on it? No, I was running the green bars all the way. Does it actually have green bars? Yeah, it shows you if you're like doing better or worse. Man, see, on when you drive it back, see if you can get like a estimated economy or something it's got to be like six i gotta put some fuel in that sucker some straight crude oil hauls like a truck drives like a van i think it says on the side thought it ran on coal oh yeah my bad or a wood burning engine like (laughs) sports pickle would lead us to believe 
That is believable, though. Yeah. I do think that it needs to be mentioned that Matchroll did bitch out and neglected oh, to call. wheel the rig down the down the one-way alley. Which me and Zig were looking forward to all day. <laughs> yeah, I think it probably would have gotten stuck. We were promised that we were just loading up, like, some of the furniture through the front door, and then you were going to wheel it out back. You kept, you just kept giving us that promise. Yeah, it went audible last minute, probably for the better. Yeah, because that's right. Your only other incident was really right around your house, where those streets get a little narrow, a little tight. Yeah, I also didn't anticipate you having like the route mastered. That was disappointing. Yeah, yeah I was thinking about it on my way there. I knew I wasn't gonna make the normal turn that I take, so. That one that's like 170 degrees up on, uh, <laughs> like you literally turn left, but you're practically making a U-turn. You go straight up a hill. It's like a minute from your house. 170 degrees. That's, Might be like that's not much I, of a turn at I all. I didn't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I thought you were going to, the GPS was telling me to go that way. So I was surprised you didn't want to swing I think that it was a, footer. It was actually more like 240 degrees or something. Yeah, there we go. 100, 170 degrees is... Like straight. Like veer, veering. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but you did it, Matchel. Uh, barring any incidents on the way back to the U-Haul place, I think you're in pretty good shape. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Burn them. Must have been going at a pretty good pace once we left at left your old place to come over here because I figured that I was just way ahead of you, but past you at probably the halfway mark. You must have been flying in that thing. Yeah, hot start. Yeah. Sucker moves pretty good. And and still, still once, once we did pass you, we had to make a quick stop. But I did end up beating you guys. That is true. A weird twist of fate. <laughs> Pit stop. Yeah, you'll have It that. was nice once we saw him right at that intersection. I thought he was for sure going to give me a middle finger, but he <laughs> gave me a rock on. Horns down. Uh, college football. Any notes from yesterday? I have at least one BOW. Pac-12 officiating crew. Good call. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Although that call from the Michigan game might have somehow been worse than any of the Pac-12 calls. The crew definitely did a worse job, but that was a pretty egregious call. Yeah, but, the defensive pass interference. Yeah. Yeah, that was the one where it looked like maybe nobody touched anybody. Right. In the in the whole play there, and there was somehow some pass interference. Yeah, that made a lot of sense. I think that was ND's only score, too. Yeah. Set up their only score. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that freebie, and then they drove it the rest of the way and scored. But Pac-12 officiating crew, that might have been the worst job I've ever seen. Yeah, it was kind of like it was... Like I said earlier, just kind of a a new crew that probably should have just been, they were assigned to a high school game or something, but somehow took a wrong turn and ended up at the <laughs> Washington State Oregon game, <laughs> and they just let them go. Took took a wrong turn. At some point, we were just getting a kick out of it. It was actually entertaining. You were just waiting for flags to come. So you could hear the explanation <laughs> yes. from that guy. Yeah, he was on the struggle bus a little bit, most notably when after a five, ten minute long review comes back and says, after further review, the receiver stepped out of bounds. And then he just looks completely lost, turns off the mic and heads back to the huddle. It was like he, I don't know, it was like he walked out in public and he forgot to put like his pants on or something. He just had like his boxers on. And then he realized it, and he just raced back to the other officials. That was probably my favorite moment. But still a little salty about the Ducks. They got the W, but cover the spread one time. Jesus. I, I believe the quote was, I lost a sure thing. I don't think, I think that makes it no longer a sure thing. No, that was, that was a different one. Have you called Gamblers Texas, Anonymous yet? Texas was a sure thing. That's, <laughs> that's the sure thing I lost. Have you called yet? I have not called yet. Thinking about it? Nah, what is it? 1-800-GAMBLER or something, isn't it? I wouldn't know. I don't need (laughs) to call. (laughs) No, no need. 
That's what we're just gonna say. make it, make it all back today, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, I don't know if this will be released on Monday or not, but if it is, then the world just watched the uh, Seahawks give the Falcons an absolute pounding. That's where we're winning it all back. <laughs> Another sure thing. Sure thing. Who's that that's playing for the Falcons starting queue? Matt Schaub. Matt Schaub. Scrubtown USA. Yeah. yeah. I think it was last night. Just pulled up a picture of him and said, oh, yeah, I'm betting against that guy. Yeah, just needed just needed one like official NFL roster pick of that guy to remind myself of what he's all about. So watch him throw for three touchdowns this afternoon. Can't wait. Yep. All right. Ready to do this, boys? Hell fucking yeah! Ziggy's on the soundboard. He's all over it. NG is not in attendance today. I'm filling in. Sports trivias. You said you came up with a good one, Zig. Yeah. Oh. I didn't do any fact-checking on it, but I'm just going to roll with it. In uh, traditional, that's garbage manner. Um, there are two days in the United States where there aren't any major... This is on my list. <laughs> No action going on? No action. And <laughs> okay. What is it, the three major sports or four major sports? I think they said MLB, NFL, NHL, and MLS. Okay. You didn't say or NBA. NBA. I NBA, don't know. yeah. Well, whatever it is, um, no action going on. And I guess you probably know it, so. Yep. So you got that there were two days in the year? Yeah, and All it's right. the most random thing yeah, ever. Yeah, it is. Natural. Do you have any idea what any of those two days could be? This is one of those things you hear it like once every three years you'll hear them talk about this. Like obviously it goes on every year, but like I've heard this multiple times in my life and I go, that's really weird. And then I forget it. And then I hear it again like a couple of years later. Yeah. He's making the most blank <laughs> staring face. Yeah. I just, I'm trying to go through like holidays yeah, you're thinking too logical. This it, doesn't make any it's just sense. Just gonna be something <laughs> weird. Yeah. Um, so the two days are the day before and the day after the MLB All Star Game. Yeah, never would have guessed that. Yeah, I was gonna say that day is in the summer sometime, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Dog days. That's like. Home- Sports Center must just be hurting on those days. I think the Home Run Derby might be on one of those days. True. Yeah. That's a, that's so a they're just one. like talking about the previous Home Run Derbies all day long. They talk about Zion Williamson and <laughs> yeah. Patrick Mahomes on oh, those Jesus. days. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that's pretty weird that we both had that one. Um, the other one I had, and I feel like you guys will know of this but might not know the answer to it. We're talking the longest tennis match in history. Longest professional tennis match. I think this has been mentioned on the show before. It's like six hours or something. Oh, it's way over that. Eight hours. Give me eight hours. Give me 17 hours and 35 minutes. Okay, wow. 17, 35. You're sticking with eight hours? Yeah. Isn't this the one that spanned over three days? I feel like the sun kept setting and they didn't have lights or it, something. It did go over three days. Um, I guess the final time on it was 11 hours and five minutes. All right, we're getting a crowd here. We, d- we just had our first live, hour. Live audience <laughs> in attendance. Paparazzi. <laughs> No photos, please. Natural's wife may have just taken a shot from around the corner with her camera. Oh, did she actually just take a picture? I thought I saw the camera pop oh, out. Oh, boy. All right, but action yeah. shots. Did you guys ever see see that when it was going down? I think it was in like 2011 or something. Yeah, I know it was that really tall guy, John Isner. John Isner. The other guy might have been super tall, too, now that I think about it. But I do vaguely remember that going on. Even after the second day, it still didn't pique my interest enough. Like, <laughs> yeah, I got it to it. It's just like, oh, that thing's going on. Wow. And then you just kind of move on. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that's a good one, though, Zig. Maybe I, I asked something similar. It wasn't exactly that, but I do I do remember that stat from something. I know that we talked, like, longest volley or something like that. Yeah. Along um, the lines yeah. of Red Bulls and <laughs> Red piss Bulls and piss jugs. Yeah. Piss jugs. <laughs> I've never heard someone answer something with so much confidence in my life. How how long was the longest table tennis volley? <laughs> I think Trav had him at multiple days, if I remember correctly. <laughs> oh, that's good. Any other ones, Sig? That's it for my sports this week. All right. Uh, here's a fun one. Which, what is the only sport to ever be played on the moon? Zig looks confident. <laughs> I just, I guess I just don't know anything about sports. I don't know. Baseball. I think you have to think about it like trying to field a couple baseball teams. That's not necessarily true, but this sport, it kind of make the answer of it, it makes sense. It's kind of, uh, intuitive. I think it's kind of like, a a technicality because I'm sure yeah. they didn't get a full. Yep. I know where you're going. I think Zig's a got a full it. round then. Yeah. Did you hear him? A full round? Yeah. The boxing match in that last, no. I think they took one swing of a golf club up there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good call. That uh, sucker's still just floating somewhere yeah, in space. Yeah, just absolutely launched. Is that littering? <laughs> Cosmic littering. Yeah. Is that actually a thing? Cosmic littering? It has to be. I think that's like a... I've heard of... So there are so many satellites... Right, and they've lost track of a bunch of yeah, them. Yeah, they lose track of a bunch of them. They kind of, I don't know. I don't know what the deal with that is, but I guess that's sort of an issue. There's, yeah, there's essentially like a belt of matter that's like humans have introduced, and it actually affects them like launching stuff into space, right? They have to time it correctly and whatnot, so they avoid hitting that. That sounds... Sounds believable. Full, full, full roll with that. <laughs> that's a for sure thing. But what it do, baby? Yeah. What it do? Alan Shepard in 1971, like Zig said, probably swung a golf club like once. Makes sense. <laughs> That's funny that somebody's just like, "Hey, while we when we head up to the moon, I just want to take one swing." Hey, uh, let, let me bring my driver. Yeah, a tee and a ball, and I'll just launch that. He said, I want to have the record for world's longest drive. <laughs> it's, or, or not this world, but. He's, yeah, he's still, uh, that ball is still picking up speed as we speak. What if he didn't. That's pretty neat. What if he didn't tell the other guy that he was going to bring his golf club, but then like halfway through the air, it's like, why is there a nine iron up here? Like, <laughs> oh, I just, I have something I need to do. Okay, uh, another sports trivia. Is that what you need to do? No, no, no. That's what the guy with the nine iron said ah, to the other one. All right. <laughs> we'll keep it in golf. Which of the U.S. states has the most golf courses per capita? So uh, golf courses per number of people. There's two ways I could go with this. Either a very populous, like a big state with a lot of golf courses or like a small population state that just has a couple. Yep. Uh, because like you just, in those two instances, like you just said, those would be equal. Yeah. Zig is really pontificating. Big word. Big word alert. Just give me Rhode Island. I'm thinking somewhere. Probably a lot of country clubs up there. Not a big population. That's a good logic. Yeah, I like it. I'm thinking somewhere warm, somewhere in, in the south, long golf season. That would make more sense. Give me Arizona. I feel like that's a great guess. Like a really good guess. But a couple of Arizona cities are pretty populated, I think. Yeah. 
Phoenix is probably pretty big. You guys are going to be mad about this. The answer is North Dakota. Okay. Small population, huh? Yeah, just ridiculously small population. <laughs> so they probably have like 10 golf courses. And that's one golf course for every person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess I have one more golf. I'm saving it. That one's boring. I might just can that all together. Let's go on to Geo's. I'll keep it rolling. Like here. um, like um, I just like um, I was like um, I was like um, like um, I was on like um, um, like um, I was on just on like um, I I was just reading right. I forgot how long. Twelve seconds. I was just reading. Do you have any geos to get to? Yeah, here's a good one. I don't. I'm trying to figure out if this is America's or the world's. Oh, it looks like it's the world's. World's shortest river. It's in America. It's called the Little Roe River. It's in Montana. How long do you guys think it is? Twenty-five feet. I'm going to say to qualify as a river, it's got to be a little bit more than 25 feet. It's more like a pond. (laughs) Give me, I'm going to go in the magnitude of miles here and say it's 10 miles long. Uh, Yeah, I wouldn't be able to tell you if either of those guesses were good or bad. I don't don't even know what I would have guessed. The answer is Matro actually ends up pretty close. It's 200 feet. (laughs) (laughs) 200 feet. Closest yeah. without going over. What is, what is it? The Roe River? Roe River, R-O-E. I'm looking this up. The key up. here is, like you said, Zig, I don't know if there's a length requirement to become a river. It's, there probably isn't, and there's probably some special circumstance of it feeding into another body of water or something. Who knows? Yeah, I'm just looking up pictures of it, and it looks looks like it's more or less just a connecting two different bodies of water. Yeah. All right. All right. Here's an actual here's another question that's pretty Yeah, it's geographical. So I'm just going to read you the whole thing here. A landlocked state doesn't touch an ocean, gulf, or a bay. A doubly landlocked state means you'd need to travel through two other states or a state in a Canadian province to get to one of these bodies of water. There's only one state that's triply landlocked. So that means it is three states away from the ocean on every side. What state is this that? This is a U.S. state? Yes. To get to the ocean or a lake? Yep, ocean, no, not a lake. Ocean, gulf, or bay. So we're talking like salt water. You guys should probably have like 10 states in yeah, mind. Yeah, something like South Dakota, Iowa, Kansas, one of those three is what I'm thinking. I like Nebraska. That's what I'll go with. Somewhere in that region. I've heard a correct answer. <laughs> Give me South Dakota. I'm going with Nebraska. Ziggy nails it, Nebraska. <sighs> Garbage. So it has to, you have to go through three states to get to any salt water? Yeah, that's supposedly the rule. Doesn't it seem like in Nebraska... How neat is that? You'd have to go through like... That's pretty that neat. That is pretty neat. It seems like you'd have to go through like eight states to get to salt water. I might take a gander at the map here. Nebraska, Kansas, Oklahoma, Texas. Yep, or South Dakota, North Dakota, Canada. Natural site, Kansas, that's a good guess. Iowa was a pretty good guess, too, yeah. Natural was named doubly landlocked. We were just looking for triply. What, so the whole, all of Canada counts as? Yeah, one territory or something. Okay. Like, I don't know. I was going to say Wyoming looks pretty pretty landlocked as well. Wyoming. Did you guys know that uh, the United States is dumping a lot of money into building a wall along Colorado? <laughs> that makes sense. All right. Any oh, other geos? Fuck. 
old man zig just like i got my foot wedged under the table here <laughs> pretty painful this this table i'm still making the garbage list yeah i'll tell you this coffee table here i almost broke this coffee table when we were moving it uh good i think the top of it unless it was one that looked very similar the top of it wasn't connected to anything and i tried to pick it up just by like this top surface from with my hand underneath and of course like the metal frame just fell out from under it nice you'll have that no other geos no i do have uh at least one what is it celebrity name oh yeah and i do not remember if i did this one or not but i still have it pulled up on my phone um this celebrity's name is Lawrence Harvey Ziegler. Did I do this one with you guys? No. No, I don't okay. think so. I'm thinking Ziggy Stardust. Is that a person or a band? Um, I think it's a band, but... Dang. Lawrence Harvey Ziegler. Is this a person we've heard of? You've heard of this guy. Okay. He's been mentioned on the podcast before. <laughs> That narrows it down. <laughs> His first name is Ziggy or last name? Last name. Lawrence Harvey Ziegler. Is it Ziegler or Ziegler? Ziegler. But that, that's I'm a, pretty sure it's still pronounced Ziegler. That's a key question there, Matchell. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. I think that is key. I don't know if we've ever talked about someone named Lawrence. Larry the Cable Guy. Great guess. Good guess. I was I almost just said Lawrence Taylor, but I refuse to let myself <laughs> guess that. <laughs> I don't know. I, every time we do this game now, I just think it's like an 80s singer, like Elton John or probably not like the typical celebrity that we bring up on this. It's got like a criminal not, or not, something. Not like a, an athlete or an actor. Mm. An author. This person <laughs> may may have a book or two out, but this is they are not that's not their primary. Is their first name Lawrence? We don't know them as Lawrence. But his actual name is <laughs> yeah, Lawrence. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> that's he a better goes way by to something it. else. Yeah. Something that somebody named Lawrence may go by. Larry. Larry King. Bingo. Okay. Larry King. I'm going to fall out of this chair. Larry King's name is Lawrence, Lawrence Harvey Ziegler. Ziegler. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, I don't know. So that one, I thought that one was interesting. I've got one more that I'd, that I'd do. Um... Terry Jean Bolette. This is another one that you guys would just absolutely never get. Terry Crews. No. Do they go by Terry? No. Okay. Go by a pretty like a pretty specific and recognizable name. Entertainer. Tyler Perry. No. Great guess. Tyler the Creator. No. Uh, did you see the way he looked? <laughs> yeah. I thought you had him. <laughs> no, that's quite far off. Okay. Actually. Was Tyler Perry closer? Um, I guess so, like in terms of age. <laughs> I'm lost. Bernie Mac. Might be getting closer in age there. Ice Cube. I'm saying you're, you're guessing the wrong race here. <laughs> Um, hey, I think he might be white. <laughs> we got that far. Making progress. Brad Pitt. An entertainer? Yeah. Terrence? What? Terry Jean Bullett. Terry Jean Bullett. TJ. This guy was an entertainer back in the day, and then probably... How is he not black then? <laughs> <laughs> and then probably fell off 
fell out of the spotlight for a number of years, but probably mid 2000s, late 2000s came back onto the scene. It's funny because my mind's working like Mattrolls. As soon as you say entertainer, I just think Cedric the Entertainer, <laughs> someone like that. Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey, yeah. I guess you could maybe consider him an athlete at one point. <laughs> Terry Bradshaw. No. Oh, wait. <laughs> Not sure why he would change his name. <laughs> oh, man. I'm I'm struggling here, fellas. Yeah, I'm out. All right. You, you're, you done match roll? <laughs> yeah. It's Hulk Hogan. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's hilarious. Would not have guessed that in a million years. That's good. Okay, this has to be said. This one is Steveland Judkins. <laughs> that's a, that's a, not a real name. <laughs> Steveland Judkins. After each one of these on this list, it has like a little kind of description of the person. And under this person, under, all it says is Steveland? Question mark. <laughs> that's a good question. S T E V. E-L-A-N-D, Judkins, J-U-D-K-I-N-S. Yeah, both those names are dicked up. Yeah, I don't even... I could see you maybe getting to it because of the name. Really? Something Judd. So Steve. Steve Harvey. <laughs> Not Steve Harvey. Does it have to do with the... Entertainer. Judd? Something to do with the Judd? No. No? Okay. An entertainer of sorts. You might want to go back to your original okay, thinking black. of <laughs> Steveland. Wow, entertainer, black Steveland, not Steve Harvey. That's crazy. But definitely a Steve. Steve Levy. No, <laughs> he's an entertainer. F that, F that guy. Drawing a complete blank here. Yep, me too. You boys give up. Yeah, you're gonna kick yourselves, Stevie Wonder. Wow. Steveland. Steveland. Steveland Wonder. Steveland Judkins. Stevie Judkins. We got, we got Dead or Alive on Stevie Wonder. I think we've done him before. I'm still a coin flip. I think he's alive. I think he's alive too. Impromptu DOA. Steveland's alive. Thank God. Steveland's only 69. Stephen Hardaway Morris, parentheses, any Judkins. Okay, he changed Judkins to Morris, maybe, but stuck with the St- Steveland. Okay. He got married and he changed his last name. I think that's accurate. All right. Bye. Good batch there, Zig. <laughs> Did you find any that you wanted to jump in on? No, I couldn't find anything as good as those. I'll be back next week with one. It's a good game. I want to get in on it. Uh, you guys want a brain buster? Yes. Love the brain busters. All right. Any more brain busters? You guys ever look up at the power lines? Usually when you're driving, you'll see these. And there's like something that looks like the kickball you used in like fourth grade. Red red ball. Red ball. Yeah. What's going on there? Isn't it for visibility for aircraft? Like aircraft, yeah. So that's they what I've always heard. Most brilliant answer we've ever given. That has to be it. So they don't fly into them? It'd be pretty hard to see flying through the air, see a little wire. Yeah, that's what I've always been told, therefore. I don't even think I have to look that up. That's got to be I don't know right. why you'd be flying that low, but I guess on some off chance, I think maybe like, like a medevac helicopter. Small, small, or even like private yeah. runways or something. There's, if you take um, Weiler up to my road, up to Follett, you can see some of those. And I know that there's a little, some dude has a landing strip, takes off here and there. So he probably just contacts the electric company and says, hey, put those kickballs up there. (laughs) Give me the fourth grade (laughs) Voight kickballs. That's what he says. When I was a kid, I was always confused. I was like, who kicked that ball to get it stuck up there? <laughs> and why were they playing kickball out here? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, that leads me right into a, uh, what do we call this? Nostalgia 101 I wanted to share with you guys. It's a good throwback. 
I got this like a week or two ago. No idea why. But those um, growing pain things you'd get in your legs. You guys remember those? <sighs> Painful. I'll still get like one a year for some reason. Still growing? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I, I also heard that that wasn't actually the result of your muscles or whatever strengthening or your bones growing. I don't I don't know if I have any great input That's on that. I know you're looking you're yeah. looking towards me, but right. I don't know. I mean it has to grow and it you know I don't know if it happens fast enough that you could actually notice feel or feel anything. Yeah. But you know what? That's right up Travman's alley though for a medical question. Yeah. That is. All right, maybe I'll Let's try phone him. call into him and get see him how he's board. doing. <laughs> he works on Sundays, doesn't he? Uh, I think like every other or something. Okay. Yeah. Let's call him. Call into the office. Hey, a quick question for uh, Mick Travis. <laughs> I think he might be known around the office as. <laughs> Travis McTravis. <laughs> All right, what else we got here? Oh. All right, Matchel, here we go. Billion dollar business idea. All right, let's hear it. This is the one, I think. I think we turn off. I've heard that before. Okay, but this one's legit. We turn off the podcast after this, and we head to the LLC maker place and get this thing up and running. (laughs) All right, we're off to a good start. (laughs) I like where this is heading already. All right. Uh, You guys ever, like, hear of people doing this or see people doing this where you take, like, you should do this here, Matril. Take an ADT sign, those little, like, Yard signs and stick one in your yard. Put a couple stickers up on the on the doors and stuff. Mm-hmm. But you don't actually have a ADT. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of what inspired this. I was driving through a neighborhood and I saw a um, a state trooper vehicle parked in someone's driveway. And it was I think it was on the way here. And I've seen it there in that exact spot before. And I thought to myself like. That guy's kind of doing the whole neighborhood a favor by not parking that in his garage, you know, leaving it out front. Yeah. So we manufacture, like, the shell of a cop car. <laughs> this obviously doesn't have to be a real vehicle. You could probably make this thing for, like, a couple hundred bucks <laughs> and just park it in front of people's driveway. Like, you'd buy one and put it in your yard, and you could be a statey, a lookalike statey. One, I feel like that'd be like impersonating a police officer. <laughs> Two, uh, how would you how would you move it if it's just a shell? It's light. You could, yeah, light you could probably just. It's like it's just got you know, shoulder straps underneath. You just freaking you could probably press it. buy it in a few pieces and you know S- snap break out the things. socket wrenches, snap some things together. Yeah. yeah, get it into the garage, get some power tools, and roll this thing out into your driveway. Just an idea. I don't know. Just throwing that out there. I think it would probably... I think you'd feel a lot safer in the neighborhood. Just saying. Billion Did, dollars. Billion dollars. Didn't think about the impersonating police officer. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't cross my mind. You would just have to get the local precinct on board because he'd be helping them out, doing them a favor. Yeah, just ask them to borrow a badge number or something. <laughs> Can you come up with one that... You just know, or a license wow. plate. Yeah, it's getting better and better. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I don't hate it. We got some yeah, kinks to work a, out. It's a starting point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. I had a, another one, another billion billion dollar business idea that we mentioned yesterday. Oh yeah, this is actually this <laughs> yeah. is real. Yeah. This one's actually real. The moving consulting company. I think if we Google that, we'd probably find a couple, don't you? I don't. I don't know. Depends on what. Because it seems a little bit counterintuitive, where we come in and tell people how to move. Like these are the logistics of how you should pack things up and where to put them into the U-Haul. And Matro would not but be on th- our team because that guy <laughs> was just stacking boxes high and dry. Yeah, yeah. I knew what I was up to. Matt can be in our like numbers department, but yeah, but where you come in, we don't lift a finger. No, we just scan things and say, "This is how you should do it." Yeah, we tell people how to do the job. Oversight. Yes, 
Uh, yeah, here's here's how you pack not, the truck. I'm not straining my back at all. <laughs> yeah, you won't have any... There's a big market for this. Yes. <laughs> you won't have any workplace injuries on our watch, mm-hmm. as far as our personnel. But That could be part of our consulting is say, hey, this is how you need to lift hey, those lift, boxes. Hey, lift with your back, not yeah. with your legs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not seeing enough bend in your back before you pick those boxes up. Keep those legs as straight as possible. I want you to look like a really scared cat. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there was another other than just packing the moving the moving truck. I feel like there was some other stuff we were kicking around. I don't know. We'll add to it. Maybe we'll revisit this next week. I yeah. think I think this has legs too. Oh. Here's a random one. Watchless candidates. Yes. I got two. Both from both from yesterday. <laughs> oh gosh. I remember one of them. Yeah, one of them was after we left that restaurant Matrol, we walked by the bar area. It was the same restaurant, but we looked into the bar and it looked like some Halloween party was going on. Zig, what was that guy wearing? Well, it was camouflage, wasn't it? You're was, talking about the guy in like the Santa attire? That's what it was. Santa was attire. Rocking like a women's Santa attire costume. Short shorts? <laughs> short. Yeah, I don't know if it was short shorts or like a skirt. Skirt. No yeah. sleeves. <laughs> Looked like he was by himself. Kind of scanning the room, maybe it, it was disturbing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, just kind of. It was a, more than enough to make you do a double take and then say, "Put that guy on the list." Yeah, that guy looked at. He went. To he Spencer's. didn't look like he belonged to any sort of group in there, no. and that he just came to mingle around. Yeah, by himself. Maybe yeah. roofie a couple drinks. Yeah. yeah, that sounds odd. That guy, he went to Spencer's. He looked over everything in there, and he said, I want the woman's Santa suit for Halloween. That's disturbing. <laughs> okay, second watchlist candidate. I don't know what to tell you, Matro, but you're going to have to keep an eye on this. Your neighbor's across the street. <laughs> <laughs> right, let me check if they're still out there. Yes, he's standing up in the garage right now. He's in there. Yeah, the, those people just do not leave the garage. They keep the they keep the door open, and they're just. It looks like they have just some chairs, in, yeah, and some maybe chairs. a small table. Yeah. Deep. Nothing. Nothing else in particular going on. Maybe smoking a, a cig or two and a cigarette. Yeah. yeah. Usually, one to two bodies in that garage yes. just chilling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll have to try to get. To and the they're just of looking that. out. It's not like they're, you know, gathered around anything. They're like looking out in our direction. The other wild card is it's like between forty and fifty degrees. Yes. So yeah. Not not like let's just go sit outside type of conditions. Let's get some fresh air in the stuffy garage. Yeah. Neighborhood watch list on those people. Yeah, I'll keep an eye on them. You I know better what you should do. Is Get a fake state car and put it in your driveway. That sounds like the most logical option. We could bounce that one off of Nikki just to make sure that she's... Looks like she approves. Okay, she's in. <laughs> she's in. All right. I had two invention years for you. Oh, nice. Invention years. Did I give you the medical one last week? I think I did. It's like a vaccine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Smallpox. Yeah. 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 Um, one of these was inspired by the move, the fridge. Did we talk about invention year on a fridge? If before? we did, I don't have any idea. How technical are we getting here? You talking like the modern fridge or the old school ice chest? Um, we're, I'm talking something that produces an artificial cooling effect, not just a well-insulated box that you put ice in. 1926. All right. Pretty confident with that one? No. <laughs> I just... You could tell me when electricity was invented once a week, and I still forget. <laughs> Wait, did Matchell just ask, does the ice box not count? Ice box does not count. Yeah, then I like his guess. Did you say 26? Yeah. 32, 1932. 
in the middle of the Great Depression. The rich get richer, man. That's true. <laughs> Guys are a little bit, a little bit late. I have it clocked in here at eighteen thirty-four. Hundred years late. <laughs> what wow. do we got for electricity? Mattrel. I think you'd normally tell me this. No, he's looking at me like no. Let me I mean, it wasn't really. Then. It was more discovered than invented, right? Yeah, but light bulb. Not sure when Edison was dicking around. He was. He was actually just dicking around with those light bulbs. Okay, according to Wikipedia, it says in 1834, the first working vapor compression refrigeration system was built. Sounds like what we have today. That sounds legit to me. Sure, it hasn't evolved at all from there. Uh, First cooling systems involved ice. It does say artificial refrigeration began in the mid-1750s and developed in the early 1800s, but I guess the first successful one was 1834. Wow. All right. I mean, Edison isn't... Oh, okay. We could even go back. This could be a technicality. It does say in in 1913, refrigerators for home use were invented. So maybe in 100 years prior, those were kind of big industrial sort of things. Why is Edison filing for the patent for an electric lamp in 1879 and there's refrigerators? This was running on coal. <laughs> Seriously, something. I don't get it. Probably gas. Maybe. Yeah. Sure. Oil. Oil. Crude. I'll buy it. Crude oil. All right. Good one, Zig. Um, I had one more, and it is ketchup. That's freaking sick. <laughs> Ketchup's going to be early. Are we talking Heinz or just ketchup? In general. Ketchup in general. Because isn't Heinz like 1957? So is he asking when was the tomato invented? <laughs> no. Mm-mm. Not at all. I don't think that was invented either. But Yes, by Jesus Christ the Lord. So zero. zero. Yes, zero. <laughs> um, ketchup? I'm saying there was some primitive form of ketchup. Like somebody made a tomato paste. Does that count? That's completely different. All right. Give me 1957. <laughs> I was I loving that answer, the tomato paste. <laughs> I think that's what's on the Heinz bottle. 1957? Yeah. It's probably earlier than that. But I was ready to say like 1400s. I'm going with Heinz. So. Okay. 1630. 1630. All right. A little bit in the middle there. Well, not really. Right around the fridge. 1812. So a little (laughs) bit before the fridge. First first published recipe for tomato ketchup was written in 1812 by Philadelphia scientist and horticulturist James Meese. During the war. What is a horticulturist? Sounds like he dicks around with plants. Horticulture. I'm looking that up. Science of cultivating fruits, vegetables, flowers, and ornamental plants all right 1812 that's a good one what was that war between that's another united states versus britain britain i think yeah took place on lake erie some battles really sounds good there we go geopolitical trivia all right war of 1812 Conflict fought between the United States and United Kingdom with their respective allies from 1812 to 1815. I had no idea that lasted three years. Well, there you have it. Do we want to try? Matro, do you have anything to confess in the event you lose? It doesn't look like he does. I have no idea. Okay, we'll just want to just try it. Assume that me and Zago lose and you'll surely have a <laughs> yeah. guess. So, I should have probably checked the hotline. I didn't check. I'm not going to check. Let's just roll with it. All right. right. (laughs) So, we were talking, maybe we'll do like the invention, or not the invention, the completion of a building, like when the building was erected. Mm -hmm. I don't, here's just, I'll just throw some out there. I was thinking like Leaning Tower of Pisa. Okay. Eiffel Tower. You want to do Leaning Tower of Pisa? Sure. Yeah. That works for me. Um, So, here's, remember how it works. Everyone get your guess. And then it doesn't matter which order we actually state our guesses. Just you can't 
it's honor policy. You got to stick with what you were, what you went with. Oh yeah, right. give me a moment. <clears throat> to closest without going over, or just closest? No, just closest. Yeah, I'm just I'm gonna write down mine on my notes here, just that, so I don't get any sort of. Yeah, once I start hearing numbers flying around, it's gonna screw me up. I like that. So meeting Tower of Pisa. I'm actually a little bit nervous here. My heart, heart's beating. <laughs> This is hard. <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm in. I'm locked. I'm good. I'm good. All right, let's let's go natural me and Zig. Go go ahead. I'm saying fourteen fifty. Sixteen thirty one. I said fourteen fifty. <laughs> I I shit you not. Oh no. <laughs> uh oh. All right. Now here's the part where I look it up. As I was writing that down, I was like, maybe I should go with like a 1451. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's going to be me. This looks like it was ground broke 1173, completed in 1372. Your guys' guess was good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Spill the beans. What a miracle that we just <laughs> yeah, That's crazy. <laughs> same answer, and Maxwell had nothing to confess anyway. <laughs> All right. Um... Let me look through my list here of confessions. This one's kind of, this is probably the most serious one I'll ever do, but it has to be my first one because it's actually a story about confession. <laughs> I think I came home for like Christmas break in college or something. And Pops was like, hey, they're, uh, they're doing like these like confessionals down at church. I think you should, I think you should head down there and do one. And I thought, like, he was, like, kidding. And I was like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> and then later, he was like, no, I'm serious. Like, I want you to, I think you should go down there. So I was like, yeah, really not feeling that. But he seems to really want me to go. So um drove down there, got to the church, hung out for, like, 15 minutes, and then headed back home. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, I don't even know if the confessional thing was going on or not. I was just killing just off some didn't time. Even, just didn't even go in. <laughs> oh. I think that, yeah, Travan was with me too, I'm pretty sure. And we both just looked at each other like, nah. All right, so Garbage Heads, do me a huge favor. If you know my family, please don't repeat that to <laughs> any. Don't spread that word, please. Oh, wow. Going to hell. Yep, H-E double hockey sticks for sure. All right, like I said, I think that's the most serious one I have. I think it makes up for it, the fact that you confessed about it to us. True. There's some real so irony off, So there. you're off the hook. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't know if we have any segments left. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's all I had. I mean, if we want to go Brew of the Week, I'm Zig didn't seem to be as pleased with it. But that beer he picked up yesterday, I thought was pretty. Cheers, ladies and gentlemen. It's a Coors Light. We got a reg on it as well. We're pulling super colts all day. <laughs> Good call with the <laughs> with the Reggie. What was that beer called, Zig? Lunch. By Maine. Maine Beer Company. Maine Beer Company. Maine Lunch. Brewing. I don't know. I thought it was a tasty little IPA. That's my brew of the week. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Also. I was also a fan of the Rockwater Brew Co. Milkshake IPA. thought it was pretty good. Oh, yeah, the debut. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, for a, not being a coconut guy, I took it down. thought it was pretty decent. So props to Brewmaster Zig. And if I had to pick one, I'd say I'm really, I was really disappointed I didn't get the hazy memory. I'll be on the oh, lookout the, for that one. Is that the one I was supposed to bring? No, no. That was... Um, What's Hazy Memory? The Lagunitas that we tried to get at, at the bar. Oh, yeah. Um, so I'm putting that on my list, but the Touch the Sky, I think it was, or something from Kush, Kush, Kushwa. Kushwa. That was probably my favorite this weekend then. Yeah, I'll get you guys. I'll get you guys the real stuff at some point here. Didn't have it on tap, so that's a little bit of garbage. All right. Dumbest things of the week. It's probably a handful we could come up with from the move yesterday. 
Yeah, I have a, one of the dumbest things that I saw and experienced in maybe on me. Um, when we were driving yesterday between the, well, let me go to, to start things off, uh, the box of donuts was placed in my vehicle and I was responsible for transfer, transporting those. As soon as, as soon as we took off, I grabbed one and almost choked on it. While driving? Yeah. <laughs> kind of nice. got a, went down the wrong pipe sort of situation. Time. And I was mildly concerned. Mildly concerned. <laughs> but then halfway through the trip, I was just cruising along. I think I was mostly just, I had it on the GPS. I was following Sarah, I think. And then, you guys ever experience this? You're in the left lane and you're kind of, ready to pass some people but you know you're not completely dusting them yet yep and then somebody comes up on your right side and they're moving at a pretty good clip and you're like where do you think you're going buddy <laughs> like you're just they're just going to get blocked in but they're still trying to pass you they're trying to hit reason. the gap yeah yeah they're trying to get you on the but right i'm like they're like absolutely not going to happen well i saw that coming i saw like this black car in my rear and side view mirrors and i'm like Come on, you dummy. What? Who do you think you're going to pass from the right side? You're getting boxed in. And then that car gets up level with me, and I look over, and there's this guy with a huge reamer in. <laughs> and just gives me the rock on, horns up. And, I, and it was Snake. <laughs> yeah, I was, putting, I was putting the heat on him. There was actually so got, kind of like a shame on me. Yeah. Kind of was like, who the heck is this idiot? <laughs> Me and Zig gotten a couple standoffs on the highway. You'll have that. There was actually a second truck very similar to the one Zig was driving at one point, and I almost messed with that truck before I realized there was two in play. I was like, I better make sure that's Ziggy first. <laughs> Man, you are one pathetic loser. Dude, I can't believe I can't come up with anything better, but I think I told this to someone yesterday. I, on uh, Friday before I left, got out of my car, stepped in some dog poop, walked inside. I could feel something on my shoe, like you know, like when you step on a piece of gum or something. It's like you can feel it's down there. Walked all the way through my house before I finally took a look. I was like, oh, nice, it's shit. <laughs> and then... Um, I didn't really let myself get very mad about it. I just walked straight into my bathroom and like ran it underwater, you know, got it cleaned off. Walked, uh, started hauling my gear down to the car to get ready to drive over to Pittsburgh. Stepped within like an inch of the same pile of dog poop again. I almost <laughs> stepped in it twice. So it's, it, it's not quite the dumbest thing I did this week. <laughs> Man, you are one pathetic loser. That's not quite the dumbest. It, I mean, it could have been worse. Is a better way to say it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I don't know if I can top that one. I guess we can't really ring you up for the twenty-six foot truck. You kind of needed it. Yeah. Somehow, we we almost filled the truck made for a three to four bedroom house with stuff from a two bedroom townhouse. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. I think you're holding information from us. You had stuff in that garage. You had to. Have. Could have been packed better. No, but I'm saying, like, was all of that stuff in your house? That, yeah. That went into the truck. It was. Some of it we didn't. Not the fridge. Some of it was in boxes and bins, not the fridge. Yeah, I'm just amazed. Yeah, I don't know. Also, though, I heard someone else, pretty good observation. If you're in a three or four bedroom house and it's fully furnished, do you think it would fit into that truck? Yeah, I don't I know. Don't think you'd, it would. you'd have to have that thing packed all the way to the ceiling, front to back. And you'd need the design consultants. Yes. Yeah. 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 You'd need the moving consultants. Yes. Okay. Oh, there was one thing I wanted to add to dumbest thing of the week. This was actually from a voicemail. Trav said we should start like keeping a tally of how much money is being lost in the dumbest things of the week. <laughs> And I just wanted to note that I, I have the total at $60, and it's all Travman $60. I think he started with 30 I don't remember what the original 30 was. 
But then the other 30 was when, when I was telling you guys that story about someone that stumbled back from Iowa City or whatever. Yeah. And then he bought $30 worth of pizza. And then the next day he <laughs> yeah. said, I, I didn't get any pizza last night. So I tack on another 30 to his 30. We're at $60 Perfect. on the total. All right. Garbage. That's garbage. That's garbage. <laughs> nice. Uh, I think, yeah, I think Matchell was ready to get into his garbage earlier. Yeah, I'm ready. Um, so you haul putting you on the hot seat, your garbage. I think I'm 0 for 2 with good U-Haul experiences. So this one, we uh, we reserved a U-Haul about a month ago to make sure we had a truck available, especially getting the 26-footer. Didn't know how common those things were. So selected our pickup location to be Pittsburgh, about five minutes from our old place, you know, pretty convenient pickup location. So we're going to pick up Saturday morning. We get the call on I think we actually got the call on Thursday that, um, no, maybe it was Friday. I don't remember. We get the call, pickup location, Grove City, about an hour drive. That's pretty close to where we selected. So went through a lot of back and forth. The, uh, the guy at the actual local dealer was pretty nice, called and gave me a heads up like, hey, you might want to look into this. Like, I see it's pretty far from where you selected. So get on the, get on the phone with U-Haul. They give us, a hundred free miles. That's all they can do for us at the time. Hundo freebies. Yeah. So. And what? At least fifty of those are driving back from picking it up. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so burn up half of those. So we're like, all right, whatever. It is what it is. They told us they had no trucks in Pittsburgh for like a week. So. That's pretty believable, though. Yeah. So then we come up with the idea <laughs> to pick up the truck Friday. So go through all the the process of getting that changed, like adding people to the reservation, whatever. Get it picked up the day before, get it where it needs to be early. Then we get the confirmation of the drop-off location. It's supposed to be Sarver, where we're moving to, but instead they're kind enough to let us drop it off 20 minutes away in Lower Burrow. So get screwed on the pickup, then get screwed on the drop-off. That is, I'm getting heated. I would drop that truck off at the Sarver spot and then call them and say, hey, your truck's at Sarver. Oh, and to top it off, um, so my mom and Sarah went to pick up the U-Haul for us because we were closing on the house and stuff. And they're talking to the guy at the dealer, and he says, you know, if you would have just scheduled this to pick up in Butler as a local reservation, it would have cost you about 100 bucks less. Okay, they they also owe you a hundred bucks then. I think I just want all my money back. <laughs> yeah, just all of it. Please. And um, you haul, you're on notice. I'm taking my business to Penske next time. I was just gonna ask. I was like, is that a thinking to myself? Is that a monopoly? But Penske, that's right. And all you garbage heads out there, we're taking our business to Penske as well. So never use you haul. Jump on the Penske train. Yeah, you haul is gonna take a big hit after that. Yep. All U-Haul the garbage heads. is trash. <laughs> Let's egg that thing before you return it. Well, I'll probably just get nailed for more money. So. <laughs> I got an idea. Let's slash the tires before we take it back. <laughs> How about after we take it back, at least? Uh, all right. Love it. Uh, I'll, I'll give my garbage. I think I've said this. Yeah, I've talked about this before. You need to chug. After you have a couple beers or whatever, you need to have the guy that forces you to drink the water. Hotel rooms. Uh, pretty much all of them. There's like a handful that have done this. 90% of them don't. They don't give you water. They don't give you any water in the room to drink unless you get like the cup and drink out of like the faucet water, which just tastes like pure iron or something. <laughs> or you're going to get charged like three bucks for opening the I, bottle. For I the would even, I, that's a huge scam and that's garbage too, but I would even take that over just not offering any water. So, I'm heated about this because on like Wednesday or Thursday, I was uh, up at Penn State and I was staying in a hotel. And the last thing I drank before I went home was like finished like this Bud Light at the bar or something. So all night just dying for a glass of water, just so thirsty and uh, just sat there and fought it. Just kept trying to fall back asleep and stuff. So garbage that there's no water in a hotel room. That's garbage. <laughs> All right, I'll give my garbage, and I'm I'm putting these people on blast. 
anybody who does those looking for recommendations on Facebook. <laughs> looking for like asking for help? You can like make a post that says, I'm looking for recommendations of, and it's usually, I don't know, like a moving company in the Pittsburgh area or... Not U-Haul. <laughs> or, you know, looking for a new hairstylist. Like looking for recommendations. Does it go out to just friends or? It goes out to everybody on their, yeah, their friends. Yeah, list. it like goes on your feed or whatever. Yeah, you that's some garbage. But I saw one last night and I just had to add it to the list. If, I, I don't remember who this was, but it was somebody that said, looking for recommendations on where to buy some cider. And, uh, okay. and if, it was somebody in Warren. Like, if I ever see Head this. on down to Walmart, buddy. <laughs> if I ever see this. I will take time out of my day to go to whatever location they're asking about, get on Yelp. I'm going to sort it from worst to best, and I'm going to recommend the worst one. I'm going to say, <laughs> this one's great. That's, these people deserve to burn. So, so if, you, if you are asking for the recommendations on Facebook, you're garbage. Garbage. That's garbage. Good work. That's it. Episode 45, Boop and Miles. We did it. Yes, sir. We did a thing. We did a thing in the books. Uh, hotline. <laughs> wow, got the fucking death stare yeah. going here. 424 235 Garbage heads. So that's underscore garbage. Facebook, Facebook page. page. Facebook, Facebook page. page. Yep. That's garbage media. Facebook page. Make a recommendation. Sounds good. Sounds good. Sounds good. Sounds good. Fresh kid C. Fresh kid C. That's pretty. Fresh kid P. Fresh kid C. You know shitheads? Oh, and Zaffoon, by the way. Yeah. I knew that. Yeah. That's garbage. That's garbage. That's garbage. song, please. Hell fucking yeah! Hey, yo, I once was a kid. Hell fucking yeah! Hell fucking yeah! So nice. Breaking breakfast time. DJ Zig. Oh, natural. Whoa, rig boys. How was it? We all in that rig. That F six fifty drove like a van, hauled like a truck. That'll drop your nuts. <laughs> Snake, did you take a look under the hood? Well, what were you working with? I was with? too busy tightening the lug nuts from the last dumb son of a bitch that left them loose. I fucking hate it when somebody borrows my rig and just... They'll go in there and start dicking around, around. take a monkey wrench, and just loosening lug nuts here and there. How about you stay away from my carburetor? I have that thing dialed into where I want it. Exactly, yeah. That drops the V10 all the way back to a two-stroke. If you leave those lug nuts loose. Oh, yeah. Two cylinders, gonzo. And then some people, after borrowing my rig, they'll put in just plain gasoline into it. Like, fucking put the crude oil in there at least. Yeah. At least mix I it I realize that it doesn't call for diesel, but you still put it in the engine. Uh, imagine still putting gasoline in the gas tank instead of the oil <laughs> container. <laughs> Idiots. This is me out. All right. I'm going to go get a cup of transmission fluid and drink it. <laughs> Perfect.